0: Hi, I'm Jordan Gill and my business love language is efficiency. Because who doesn't want to sit pina coladas on the beach while your business runs on autopilot? If your business depends on you, you don't own one. You have a job. We're here to fix that. Now with over 150 episodes, this is the System Saved Me Podcast. Hey, hey y'all. Welcome to season number seven of System Saved Me. And I'm really excited about this season because I'm getting to share with you some of the dopest people in the operations space. This is not an exaggeration. And I'm not only getting to share what they have contributed to the System Save Me shop, which if you haven't checked out, come and see us. Just SystemSame.com, You'll be able to check us out. But you'll also get to hear about them and their mission and how they got started in operations. And they all have such unique stories. I'm so, so stoked for you guys to, to check them out. So each week, you'll be meeting a new member of my ops squad and the amazingness that they have. Both there will be tips and tricks, but also what workflows you should check out in the actual shop that they have created. So without further ado, let's see who my next guest is. Hey, y'all. I'm so excited for this guest I think y'all will be laughing your way through this one because she's just such a beam of sunshine I really adore this person I know people she's worked for we've known each other for a little while and I just think she's a total delight so I'm really excited to intro you to miss Mariah how are you doing today Good Jordan how are you and
1: I feel like you've already oversold me so I have a lot to live up to. <laughs>
0: It'll happen. I have no doubt. So go ahead and tell people a little bit about you and your business.
1: So I'm Mariah and I run Bloom Hustle Grow. That's my business. And I love to talk all about operations and making your business run smoother. I have been in the space as an OBM for several other people for over a year now. It's almost like a year and a half for some. Wow! So I love getting to dive into other people's business and just make their operations a little bit smoother.
0: Yeah. Yay. I am the same. Smooth as butter. Smooth as, um, what else is smooth? I was just talking to this about, is it champagne? Is champagne smooth? I haven't had champagne in a long time, so I don't even know, but we'll just stick with smooth as butter. (laughs) So (laughs) since you've been doing this for a while, I want you to kind of go back into what you were doing before you got into the op space and how your journey then got you into kind of this crazy world, as I call it.
1: (laughs) So I knew I wanted to start my own business online and I kind of explored some different options and like where my skills might fit in best. I have an MBA and I've done in the past marketing and mostly though project, I did do project management prior to Mm -hmm. coming into the online space. Um, And it was essentially that people would be like, here's a pile of money and we want X, Y, and Z to happen and you have to figure out the resources for it. And that was kind of in several different roles that I was in. So when I came into the online space I felt like, like business coaching, business consulting was kind of what people understood a easier and then I started in that but I soon realized like going through that I would get frustrated sometimes with clients I mean they're wonderful clients but they would come back to me and a lot of times there are issues where they didn't have processes in place they were reinventing the wheel every single launch you know almost every single client or every time like they decided to offer a new service or something like that is they were like basically starting from scratch being like oh my god I have this idea what do I do you know but I'm like if you put processes in place like you can kind of like copy that process over and tweak it for whatever the new thing is and you know so I would get very frustrated because I'd be like you need to put this in place and then it would be like six months later they'd come back and we would have the same conversation again (laughs) and I'd be like okay you know these are the things you need to put in place like So that was really honestly like what kind of brought me into the space and I've always loved operations. I've always been really into efficiency and being organized and I just truly think that the root of a lot of people's business overwhelm and struggles and like time management issues comes down to like they need to be more organized and they need to have systems in place that support this bigger vision. Cause I love, love, love getting to see the bigger vision of these entrepreneurs and visionaries. And it's so exciting, but I know like a huge stumbling block is just that they don't have the systems in place to support those big ideas.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's, I mean, again, I'm also just like a very organized, efficient person. And so feeling like every idea you have, you have to start all the way back. It's like the most frustrating place to be. And so I love that you've used your past experience with project management and all of that, but then also mixed it with like, okay, we need to like create these processes so that we can use it again and again, no matter what project it is that we are managing. And because you love project management, I'm sure that we're going to get into and you're going to geek out about the workflow we're going to talk about, which is your Trello 101 workflow. So y'all can go and check that out in the shop. It's amazing. Mariah, again, is very, very detailed in her workflow training. So you will not skip a beat. So talk to me about why you decided on Trello as your project management of choice. Was it because you used Kanban in your previous areas of expertise? Kind of walk me through why Trello?
1: I was really just, I love the flexibility of Trillo. It's so customizable. Basically, you can fit it to your processes and not the other way around. Like a lot of project management tools, it's kind of like, okay, you you know, you can only put something here or like. This is the flow of how it works and you have to fill in the boxes. But the beauty of Trillo is that it's so customizable and flexible. That's also one of the drawbacks of Trillo somewhat for, especially as people get started is because you have to create your own workflow and your own processes. It's not like a plug and play kind of system. Like, this is where files go or this, like there's tons of different ways that you can make it fit for what you want to do. And that's why I love it though. I'm all about something that I can customize to what works best for me instead of constantly being like, Oh, I hate this. Like one little part of something. I mean, of course there's limitations with all tools. Trillo is not an exception, but I love that I could come up with how I wanted it to work and how the different boards fit together and how I use the cards. There's a lot of different, ways that you can organize it for yourself. The other thing about it is that it's very visual. So I love that I can put my own graphics on the cards and have colors and things that kind of stand out. And for me, my brain works better that way, as opposed to just like a list.
0: Interesting. So then do you feel like with your different clients, they use them differently? Or do you find that because you're in charge of the project management, it's pretty much in your framework and your clients kind of adapt?
1: No, most of the time I'm coming in and they have some kind of framework they're working with. So I just adapt to their framework. I don't believe in making it my process necessarily. I want it the process that works best for the situation. And it's never, there's not really like a best process across the board. It's like what's best for the team or how other people work. And I don't use with all my clients. <laughs> That's a big secret. Yes, I know. So I actually <laughs> I have a client that I've worked with for a long time that we use a sauna. So I mean I cut back and forth. But because yeah. I truly at the core of it, I'm a huge trillion fan, but at the same time I don't believe there is like a best system and it's less really for a best know. tool. It's really about what you're going to use and you know <laughs> what you're comfortable with. Yeah is going to like magically make you use it and just like fix all your problems. Like you have to feel comfortable, like in the space of your project management tool. Totally. And honestly, like workflows can be used on any project management tool.
0: Exactly. Exactly. I like to think of it like how everybody purchases gym memberships in January, but that literally doesn't mean that you're healthy and fit. Like you, all you did was swipe your credit card or like whatever, put in your bank information. Like there's still work to be done. Like that's just the beginning. Um, And I think a lot of times people think, okay, if I just get ClickUp or if I just get Asana, if I just get Trello, I will be the most organized person in the world. And it's like, no, (laughs) you got to work it. (laughs) And I feel like people
1: take too long to pick their project management tool because they're like, oh my God, I have to like pick the perfect one. And there's never going to be a perfect one. You're always like, Honestly, I don't know one person who like started with the same email marketing tool that they started their business with and where they're at like three or five years later. And, you know, project management can be the same. I do think it's a little more flexible than like say email marketing sometimes, but at the same time, it's more important to start documenting those processes and learning what a workflow is and learning what like the power of having all your stuff in one place Mm -hmm. as opposed to what the tool is.
0: Yeah. Oh, totally. So then with that, when you are trying to manage different projects, like what are kind of the one or two things that are like crucial key, like have to happen in order to like ensure that a project stays on task or if it gets off task, how do you like get her back in there and make sure that you can at least make up the time or adjust The rest of the deadlines because I think that's the most frustrating thing is like managing and I'm just talking to myself as about myself as well is just like okay if something gets delayed then like everything else gets delayed which like makes me go into a little bit of a tizzy so how can you help with the flow of your project management and also handle delays I guess
1: So while I think overall deadlines are important, I think too many people start with deadlines as kind of like their project management metric, like, you know, they're like, okay, I'm plugging in these dates. Instead, I recommend you kind of do week one, week two, or like hierarchy. So like, there's always Mm -hmm. certain things that you have to have done. So that's kind of why, like, if you do week one, week two, week three, or, you know, However far it goes out, yeah. it's a little easier to change those dates instead of like having the whole tech list. Like, say these are yeah. all the things like a tech thing has to do, and then having those dates on there. When it's on that list by like category, it's harder to be like, oh crap, you know. Like once those dates start changing, you're like, oh my gosh, I don't know where I'm at. Like, right. and then there's something in the copywriting file, you know, like column, and so it's easier if you kind of mix the categories. And use like that week one, week two, week three, more as like your buckets for tasks, if that makes sense.
0: No, that does.
1: Like in Trilla, you can use like labels and stuff like that. If you need to see all the copyright tasks or all the tech Mm. tasks or, you know, however you're, you know, depending on how complicated the project is and how many team members you have and stuff like that.
0: Right. Oh, totally. And I think the biggest thing with Trello is like the fact that it's Kanban method and not to like throw fancy lingo at all of you, but essentially if you've read, like, it's very similar to like how Chipotle works, to be quite honest, is how I like see it. It's like the bowl just like goes along the line and like you just have white rice or brown rice, choose the rice. Like it literally just goes along the assembly line. Have you found that has simplified project management for people that may have, struggled with that previously, because it is just as simple as like, as going along the line. Yeah, I'm gonna ask that. And then maybe a follow up.
1: Yeah, I do think for some people, it's easier to visualize, right? Like, because you can move a task. So you have one board, you move it to the next board, you move it to the completed list, or you know, however, you're kind of running it. So I think the fact that you can visually see that progression, potentially, if you have your board set up that way, it's easier than just looking at the whole list and a bunch of dates for yeah. people like because some people their brains just don't work like that and it's like oh my god like there's like 50 <laughs> like they're just a list of 50 things with a bunch of freaking dates on it how do I wrap my head around like where these are going and where they're leading to and kind of like the end product and whereas I think with Trilla you have the visual so you can kind of understand like okay we got all the copywriting done now we can move to the design or you know yeah
0: exactly.
1: Like, these are all the things that need to happen first. And then these are all the things that happen after these things happen, you know, but of course there's always different ways to manage your workflow.
0: Oh, a hundred percent. And I think for people who are like the visual creative, like you talked about how you like to customize boards and make them really pretty. I think Trello is kind of the best one. Like, again, it depends on how your brain works as well. But I think that for visual people, Trello tends to be like the best case scenario because you can see things. I think Airtable has that a little bit too, even though it's a spreadsheet, there's images and stuff, but but I would say that Trello is probably the best fit for people who are in creative fields or imagery is a big deal to them. And also if you are a like branding or like design oriented business, I found that also that helps really. Cause again, similar to me, I work with a bunch of different people and every design person I've worked with works in Trello. And it's actually very helpful because I can just see what design they're working on when. Is there industries that you found that like, just like, and again, not to generalize, but kind of, industries specifically that you've seen that works just really well with Trello, you've seen just like it works, I guess, maybe better than other project management softwares?
1: That's a hard one. I feel like, I mean, I know so many different people and people have you know utilize like education and things that I've done that are in so many different industries. I do think like if you tend to be more on the creative side, like it does tend to be kind of those creative type people designers, but even people who are doing like course creation and copywriters and stuff like that, a lot of them can pick it I mean honestly though it's trillo is just so flexible that it kills anybody I mean honestly like I've used it to plan like trips. <laughs> stuff nice. like that. I've like forced my husband to use it for things to <laughs> organize like within the household. So I do think it has a lot of broad applications, but truly like I, yeah, I forced my husband. To use it,
0: so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I will definitely be uh, encouraging my wait, right now. I'm going to have a, a joint calendar that's step one. <laughs> um, so we are still at the foundational levels of that sort of thing. But eventually we will, I just got him on Airtable actually, but it was for like a very small project, but he's a PowerPoint guy, which just drives me nuts. Everything is a PowerPoint slide. I don't even know how that works, but regardless. And lastly with Trello, what's your favorite integration with Trello that you use currently? And what does it do for you? How much time does it save you? All that good stuff.
1: I would have to say probably, but like, so Trillo has what they call power-ups, which are essentially kind of all these integrations with other apps and things. So Butler allows you to automate certain tasks. So for instance, if I click the due date, like if I check that the due date's been completed, it can move it over automatically to like a completed list. I mean, there's like literally millions of actions that it can do. So I won't bore you guys with all of them, but it's really nice. Or like, for instance, if you have a bunch of different projects going on, so you have different boards, you can have like when the due date comes up, it brings it all to like one board. Like if you have like my this week board, it can bring all those tasks to that one board and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like magical robots (laughs) that do behind the scenes stuff and. trailer. But there is a lot that you can do with Butler. You kind of have to play around with it. And really, I encourage everybody, though, like set up your processes, understand kind of how you want to use Trillo before you get into Butler and try to automate stuff. Because sometimes it doesn't need to be automated, honestly. Like you're just kind of just like creating another step. Or you're sometimes when you automate things, you miss stuff as a project manager. So it's just important to balance like convenience, but also knowing where things are going. Cause if something just like goes off to somewhere, you never check that can sometimes not be a good thing.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I totally believe in over automation. I think there is, I don't know, a balance and maybe some businesses can be more automated and others need to be less just based on whatever. So I love that you brought that up because again, I love integrations and I'm like a freaking nerd about it. And like, there are just some things that need to be done manually. For me to feel good and for my team to feel good or for whatever reason. So I like that you brought that up as well. And lastly, I want to geek out with you about strength finders, (laughs) which it's no, I've done several podcast interviews about strength finders and I just am such an advocate for knowing your strengths and like not ignoring your weaknesses, but like I'm never going to be a graphic designer. Okay. It's not going to happen. I don't care how many hours I draw. I've always gotten like season art class, Mrs. Claus back in kindergarten. I know like that there was this one like painting that still drives me nuts that I thought was really great as a kindergartner. <laughs> and she gave me a C for it, which I was like, what's wrong with you? Everything is yeah, it was a whole thing, but I'm really big on focusing on your strengths. So I would love for you to talk about what your strengths are and then how you've used your strengths then to elevate your operations business. So my top five
1: is individualization, relator, input, learner, and responsibility. So a lot of mine are very like, you really like to learn you want all the details all the data like you're an information hoarder which is another thing that Trilla really helps me with like it's wonderful for information hoarders you can put all the things in there and it's organized and you can find it and it's not like oh I have this folder of all this random stuff instead of you're like Oh, look at all the pretty like emails I've collected that I really liked or like I don't whatever other inspiration that you're digging out from the internet. Yeah. So a lot of mine are very like you like to learn, you like to have conversations about, you know, learning new things. And I think also like You guys might have noticed in the interview, like, I have a hard time just generalizing. Like, I couldn't pick just, like, one industry for Trillo and stuff like that, and a lot of that has to do with some of my strengths as well. It's, like, individualization and relator. It's, you want to understand kind of what that person is, where they're coming from, and then you tailor how you communicate and other things to fit the person. So that's definitely kind of me. I do have a hard time kind of generalizing. And when people ask me to be like, pinpoint one thing or do this, I'm like, Oh, God, like my braids, like, (laughs) but there's so many things. And there's not just one answer. And it could be five things. And I think that comes a lot from like, it comes into from my strength finders test. And the other Mm -hmm. thing was really and why I kind of got into operations is I love checking the box and having things done, and closing the loop, and being like, okay, we made progress, and something solid came from it. As much as I learn to love to learn, I also like to do, and I want to see things actually take place. I don't like to just talk about it happening. I want to see it happen.
0: Yeah, no, I love that, and I think what's interesting is, like, and what is unique about your strengths that I think probably would benefit, like, Operations business owners and why I think it's like such an like equal match for you is the individualization and the relator, which I've always found to be interesting because like if you are able to like connect with people in like a very like it's just me and you one on one way like that is really unique like and I think it's like not talked about enough because I don't think a lot of people think that way. I don't think people think and like you are a unique human being and I'm going to talk to you as a unique human being versus the generalization. And we all have seen the marketers that just over generalize everything. And I think that with you having those two, like that just like doubles up on like how, like <laughs> how you are so specific about that. And has that been like as selling, like, do you use that in your sales process? Like how does that show up then also besides checking the box, how does that show up in your operations business?
1: Again, I think it's more about like trying to understand what best fits that person and how their mind works and kind of how I think, you know, what tools are going to fit them and what systems are going to fit them because like, I don't know. I just don't feel like you can fit everybody into a box. And so it's really about not being like, I know the right way to do it. I like, I can give suggestions obviously. And I, you know, sometimes I'm like, that is not the right way to do it. That is wrong. It's inefficient. <laughs> However, I also, you know, can understand I need to work with this person and put something in place that they're going to actually use because the best yeah. system in the world is nothing. It's, you know, crap. If the person's not going to use it, like right. you can't make a person use something and do the steps so you have to tailor it to how they're going to be able to use it best. I mean, and like I said, there is some things where you're just like, okay, that's the most inefficient thing I've ever heard in my life. And you have to stop and I'm going to force you to stop. But <laughs> at the same time, I'm not trying to make them fit into like a certain box. And I think you have to kind of understand how they relate to their audience and how they want to serve their customers to really bring back, how that fits into their operations. Cause you know, as we talked about like over automating and stuff like that is like, sometimes you really lose like an essential part of kind of your brand or how your audience is used to connecting with you or something, you know, there's always a ton of solutions to like one problem. Right. So it's really about kind of exploring the solutions that work best for that person as well as kind of their audience and their brand as well sometimes.
0: Yeah, no, that makes sense. I think, how does that then work with how you like to operate? Like how do you fuse the individualization and the relator and being like, this is how you work. And then like, this is how Mariah works. Like how do you fuse those together? Well,
1: I think so. I've always been really good at kind of seeing the big picture and also kind of like taking pieces of things and kind of meshing them together into something else. So for me, it's like, okay, I know this has worked and I know this has worked or I know like this has worked for another client and it's kind of bringing those pieces together, you know, to make a mishmash of, you know, systems or operations that would work for you know, the current client, that individual themselves, if that makes sense. No, um, But for me, though, I'm much more structured, probably, like, I like the black and white, I like yeah. things to be like, is it this way? Or is it that way? Personally, like, so yeah. I want those more structured things. I like checklists. I want it to be very, this is the way it's done yeah like in my own operations if that makes sense yeah and even with other people though I need to see that bigger vision I need to understand what you're trying to get at I need to understand what your goals are to make the process work or otherwise I just like why are we doing I don't know like I have to have that bigger picture to um, really help um, Mm -hmm. with the operations
0: yeah because I think a lot of systems people and I think that's another unique thing about you is being kind of like Tool agnostic, like it's just kind of like you're going from Asana to Trello, which like most systems people would be like, no, like I am a Trello person or I am an Asana person. Like you cannot have me. Well, I guess it's different clients, but it's just like I think that that also is just like a really cool thing to showcase because again, generalities in the operations space is people are one or the other or they're click up and they're like, oh, it's the best of both worlds. (laughs) So I think that's really unique as well. And should be something that you kind of like put into your showcase. It's just like, you know, you're not going to get like, we have to use this tool from me, which I think for a lot of business owners is actually a big relief because I think when they bring on an operations person, they're like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to like totally morph into this new like version of myself. And when it's like, or I can just come in and like make it happen with what you got going on over there.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think operations is always kind of morphing and like you never have a system in it. It's like, that's the system. We're never touching it again. da da da. So, I mean, like it's a natural kind of, I think progression for people to use different tools or you know to like put more structure like to have less structure and have more structure and stuff like that though I mean I do have to say like I think Trillo is a really nice entry level project management tool again I think like once you get over the barrier of like oh my god like my brain is exploding because there's so many different ways to use it is that you begin to understand better like how you work and stuff like that just because it does allow you to be flexible and you know I love getting to introduce people to Trillo because then they see the possibility of like oh my god that's how you do it like when I teach it it is from like my perspective of how I use it in my business but you know people are like oh and it's like you've like parted the curtains and like Oz <laughs> or something I don't you know like there's like oh, now I see like, like those are the possibilities with it. And it's so satisfying to get to like, to get to reveal (laughs) that new world to somebody.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, totally. I a hundred percent agree. So besides the workflow shop, where can people find you? So give website, Instagram, Facebook, where you like to hang out on the social alleys, all the good places.
1: So I'm Bloom, Hustle, Grow across the board and all um, social media places, website, everything. I'm on Instagram. You can see I'm currently traveling um, with my husband in an RV. This is an Airstream I'm in. Everybody (laughs) always asks when they get on videos, they're like... (gasps) Where are you? What is that? What's happening? (laughs) (laughs) So, just if you guys were wondering, and we're currently traveling, but so you can catch some of my adventures there, and I give some tips on Instagram. But Pinterest is probably one of my favorite ones because it's set and done.
0: Yes, I know that is super fun. Well, thank you so much, Mariah, for giving us like a really good glimpse of just like project management in general. And then specifically for Trello and why it's a great tool for people to consider when using their project management, but don't take too long to make your choice because analysis paralysis. So just thank you so much for all of your knowledge. Thank you
1: so much, Jordan. It was so fun.
0: (laughs) Thanks for listening to System Saved Me. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes or send a screenshot on Instagram while tagging us at System Saved Me. Don't forget to check out the Workflow Template Shop at SystemSamie.com to help you work less and make more. See you next week.